You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to On The Way. This is Beth White from the Office for Evangelization and Missionary Discipleship here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. I am now speaking with Todd Williamson, who is the director for the Office of uh, the Office for, sorry, Office for uh, Divine Worship. Welcome, Todd. Hi, Beth. You I, have a theme song. I, I do. Want a theme song. I have a theme song. It's pretty awesome. Um <laughs> So Todd um, is joining us uh, to talk a little bit about what it means to have our masses suspended and ways that we can continue to pray as community. Um, I also, at the top of the show, I mentioned that this is being re- pre-recorded on Tuesday afternoon. Um, given that we're talking mostly about COVID-19, I want to just acknowledge that this is a pre-recorded show. Um, so as things are changing hour by hour, um, so if we say something that is no longer valid, please know that it because we were talking yesterday. So um, so good morning, Todd. Welcome to the show. That, that was such a, I, I think that was such a great point to make. Yeah. We've, we've never been in this situation, not in my lifetime, um, at least. And uh, there, so many of the dioceses of the country are, are realizing that same thing. They're taking the same kind of measures that we're taking. Um, the, it, it, and it is changing daily, as you know. Yep. So just our flexibility and our, our faith and, our, and our, our, our trust and our sense of hope has to, has to really be stirred these days. Yeah, I mean, last week it was a thousand people. Then it was two fifty. Then it was down to fifty. And yesterday they said ten people. <laughs> right, right, so, right. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a fluid situation. So I think the biggest topic has been maybe the suspension of our masses. Um, yeah. And uh, all liturgies, real all liturgies, all liturgies. All liturgies. Yeah. And I think. People are somewhat pulling, those of us of a certain age are pulling in our mind from 9-11, like, oh, gosh, we kind of remember a national sort of thing like this. But the difference was is we flocked to church during 9-11, right? And so what is the challenge of this situation, do you see, from your perspective? I think the challenge is... um, the challenge is to stay connected. Mm-hmm. We are we are a community. The church is the body of Christ. It is made mm-hmm. up of the members of the body. Um, I know I, I know I've said this to you before, but I often think of Saint John Paul II. Uh, he he was the one who said, "None of us is saved alone, but always as a member of the body." Mm-hmm. And uh, any way that people can 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 do that can stay connected uh, in Chicago, and I know in uh, other dioceses. Um, we are the archdiocese is streaming mass uh, daily and on the weekends. The weekends at Holy Name Cathedral and daily from um, the Quigley Center. And uh, even even committing yourself to taking part in those 
is a way to, to stake knowing, knowing that there are so many others in the archdiocese who are doing the same thing with you at that moment. I think that can really help to build and, and to maintain that, uh, a sense of, of community, of being connected to someone else. So I um just to point out to folks that the for the first weekend they were um because there was a scramble to get it done um it was only offered in English the Sunday liturgy um uh, but this coming weekend there will be availability in Spanish, Polish and English correct right. yeah right. yeah and um I I also we've heard some folks we heard some of our colleagues we did a call yesterday together um where we as a team um just prayed together at three o'clock in the afternoon, our, all of us gathered. And they were talking about gathering with their families and um, watching Mass together and praying together and doing Liturgy of the Word together. And there was something really beautiful about that, wasn't there? Oh, my Todd? gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Um, and, and, and there are, there are other uh, additional uh, ways that people can, can do that kind of thing. Um, I, I, I wish I hadn't thought about it before, Beth, so I don't have uh, a, a specific um, uh, URL, but I know, for example, that um, there are some communities that stream their adoration. Um, oh, wow. Okay. If that, if that is something that, uh, that someone would want to do. Um, there is uh, uh, the Liturgy of the Hours is a great way for people um, to virtually, they can do it together, they can do it over the phone, they can do it over the internet, they can do it in so many different ways Mm -hmm. to pray the Liturgy of the Hours together, morning prayer and evening prayer. Mm So um, I know that my parish has been streaming. Um, they are streaming uh, or recording um, and sending out uh, um, morning mass, and they did Sunday liturgy as well. Um, I just heard that. That's oh, fantastic. yeah. So I have a feeling that other parishes are probably doing something similar. So that awesome. while we yep. while we're a universal church with the cardinal and the more central, so that everybody has an option, um, even checking out your local church and seeing if they um if they have that capacity and maybe check out their website and see um we all have different levels of being able to reach out right at my parish we there's a big email list and we get updates during the week so that's pretty easy they can send it out to us but if your parish doesn't have that resources maybe checking in with the parish itself and seeing what they're doing right yep yep exactly unfortunately there's there is no way to celebrate the sacraments remotely right so you know there is no such thing as uh virtual confession there is no such thing as as um you know as 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 virtual um anointing or or anything like Mm -hmm. that but um but but certainly certainly i loved your idea of praying liturgies of the word Mm -hmm. um you, you know using the daily mass readings if you're not able to uh, to stream into, into the Mass, but to do that virtually together in a, uh, Zoom. Zoom meetings are free. Yeah. Uh, te- you know, Teams is another uh, platform. Microsoft there are so many, Teams, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are various platforms out there that, that people can... And, and, you know, the younger kids can, can set those all up for the, you know, the older yeah. grandparents who don't know, <laughs> don't know how to manage it. <laughs> so we'll come back from the break um, and talk a little bit more about ways to stay connected as the body of Christ during this time. Where do you go when you realize that you or someone you love needs assistance at home? Where can you turn and know you will get sound advice that you can trust? 
Catholic Charities Home to Stay program offers competent help and peace of mind to seniors and to their family members. Our thoroughly trained professional caregivers provide companionship, assistance with seniors' basic needs, and help with light housework, all in the comfort of a senior's own home. Schedules can be flexible, so seniors receive only the help that they need and want. Most of all, Catholic Charities has the name and reputation you can count on, with more than 100 years of experience helping people at transitions in their lives. To learn more, call 312-655-7415. That's 312-655-7415. Make the most of each day with Home to Stay. Are you cleaning out your closets this winter? If so, Catholic Charities would be grateful to accept any gently used clothing donations that you have. Winter coats, boots, sweaters, pants, hats and gloves in all sizes are always appreciated at this time of year in our community clothing room. Also needed on an ongoing basis are new underwear and socks for guests who come to use the shower facilities in our Pope Francis Ministries. And all types of professional clothing for men and women are most welcome in our Mary's Closet wardrobe. This special collection of dressier clothes is offered to our clients who are preparing for job interviews. Drop-offs can be made at 721 North LaSalle Street or at any of our regional locations. For more information, call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. Have you checked out Chicago Catholic lately? Either in print or online, Chicago Catholic has informative and stimulating content, including news from the Archdiocese, beautiful photographs, and a thoughtful column by our publisher, Cardinal Blaise Supich. Editor Joyce DeRiga tells us about our current edition of Chicago Catholic. We cover all the latest guidelines and directives from the Archdiocese in regards to COVID-19. St. Barnabas School in Beverly raises funds for pediatric cancer research in honor of an alum who lost his life to the disease. And we have a feature on hospital chaplains and how they bring comfort to the sick and their families. Subscribe now. Go to chicagocatholic.com or call 312-534-7777. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Chicago Catholic, a fresh approach to Catholic news. Welcome back to On The Way. This is Beth White, your host, and I have with me Todd Williamson, who is the Director for Divine Worship for the Archdiocese of Chicago. And we're talking about, during COVID-19, the reality of where we are in our um, faith community as the uh, the Church of Chicago, uh, with all liturgies being suspended and, and pretty much everything in parish life is sort of coming to a halt um, other than those things that are like direct um, services like food pantries and things like that. Um, so, Todd, let's talk a little bit about, um, I know that we get questions about, um, are we trying to figure out a way to get communion to people during this time? Oh, my gosh. I had a I had a, a, an email just exactly on that topic earlier the, or last week. And, um, yeah, the... the the question was, can I just go to my parish to receive communion? First of all, I want to acknowledge, and I think it's important, mm-hmm. that in all of this, this is real loss for Absolutely. many people, 
right? And and you and the, you know, the loss of the Eucharist on a daily basis, or the loss of uh, participation in the Sunday liturgy, the loss of uh, being able to gather with your community, and and I and, and those are real losses, Absolutely. right? They're just they're like any, mm-hmm. they're like anything else: a loss of a job, a loss of a relationship, and and I think it, we we just need to acknowledge that. Um, and and um, uh, in regard to to things like, can I just go to my parish to receive the communion because they're feeling that loss? Well, the the cardinal has suspended all liturgies, as have many other bishops in this country. And the only way to receive communion outside of mass is within the celebration of a the celebration of the word of God with the distribution of communion. And that's and that's a, a liturgy. It calls people together. There's a presider. Uh, there's the word, and and so, yeah, there isn't. There are we are not. Uh, there are no means by which we can uh, arrange for people just to stop at the church to to receive communion. Yeah, and it's also um, being mindful, even just of the distribution. Right, we were already before masses were suspended. We were already under sort of really changing how Eucharist is distributed, right? Under one species, we weren't supposed washing to receive hands. the tongue, washing hands, not not doing the exchange of peace by shaking hands. So th- there's a reality there as well, is that you think it's okay, but, you know, one of the, just even between the two of you, you or the priest could be a carrier, even if you have no symptoms, right? And so it's oh, being mindful you. of that. Yeah, and 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 you raise you raise another good point. I think we just also need to remember that this is, you know, somebody somebody said to me, "Oh, it's overreaction, and that's the work of the devil." And it, it isn't overreaction. It is based in prudence, which is the virtue, the cardinal virtue. It mm-hmm. is the cardinal virtue, and it's based in prudence, and it's based in just the need and the desire to keep the people of God safe. Well, I've talked to people about that, Todd, and. Um... I, I, you said it at the top of our conversation. You've never seen anything like this in your lifetime. And I really trust that people that are really in the know that understand what we're facing and they're not probably telling us everything because it would maybe terrify us or paralyze us. Um, that the reality is, is that whole lowering the curve is, is, is science based. It's math. It is all about making sure that we have enough beds, that we have enough supplies. That yep. So it's really about saving lives, our healthcare workers, making sure that we're taking care of them and we're not overloading our healthcare resources. These are men and women who have a calling in their life. And and we, we, we need to respect the fact that, you know, so this is very much a community. Like we can think about ourselves, but this is one, I'm really seeing this as an incredible call from God for us to remember that we're a part of a community. This whole yeah. individualism that we have, this is showing me more than anything how interdependent we are. Right. Being, being Christian always means we're part of something bigger yeah. than our bigger right. than ourselves. We make sacrifices for that which is bigger than us. Oh right? my gosh! Yes, and for the common good. Right. Right. And I, I, you know, you can say it's the work of the devil, but I actually see God's grace not in the disease itself, <laughs> not in the disease itself right. at all. Of no, course, no. 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 But that there's something about us having to come together to figure this out together that. There isn't one group that's got it figured out more than anyone. I was saying to someone earlier, Todd, that anyone who says they're an expert in this, none of us really know. You know, right. like right. it's just uncharted territory about how to worship in our own homes and 
how to keep up a prayer life during a Lent when we oh go to gosh, Mass. Yes. Like, we're there all the time, reconciliation services and Taizé prayer. And this is when we do our retreats. And um, so and the elect, I'm concerned about oh, the elect. RCIA, exactly. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what we can do for ourselves and our prayer life and our faith life to stay connected with God and the community during this time of Lent when we would normally be very focused as a community on things. You know, the, um, the I absolutely love the Lenten lectionary. I think it's my favorite collection of readings that we have in our liturgical life. And I think the, oh my gosh, the uh, 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 one of our colleagues, Father Brad uh, uh, Zamora, up at the, yeah. up at the uh, seminary, he made a comment. He said, uh, this last Sunday with the woman at the well, he heard the words, you will worship in a different way. In oh, a com- oh my God, wow. right? Yeah. So, what I'm saying is that the Lenten liturg- the Lenten readings are are, ju- are are rich, and in many ways, I think they are perfect for mm-hmm. where we are right now. And so, I would I would lo- I would encourage listeners to, in whatever ways you can, um, keep connected to the daily rhythm prayer of the church and mm-hmm. and make use of those daily readings. And you Together, can go to US- alone, yeah. And you can go to usccb.org, right, to the daily yep. reading page with a Bible. If you don't have your own resource, you can literally go online to usccb.org and look for the Bible, and then you can click on a little ma- a little calendar for the daily readings, right? And and Beth, you can have they can uh, the readings come up on your screen, or you can have them read to you. They're, yeah, they're, they're they're proclaimed each day. That's right. That's right. So in, that's in recordings. So we will come back and we'll talk just a little bit more in our final 10 minutes about other ways that we can stay connected during this time to our faith. Are you an attorney who's retired or semi-retired from your practice? Catholic Charities welcomes your expertise. Whether it's a dispute with a landlord, a concern about possibly being the victim of a scam, or an issue regarding family law, clients can feel alone in the complex legal system, especially if they are unable to afford an attorney. Our volunteer attorneys answer our legal advice line, offer one-hour consultations, and conduct legal seminars. They're dedicated to informing and empowering low-income individuals as they navigate civil law issues affecting their lives. Come in when your schedule permits and share your knowledge with grateful clients. To learn more about this rewarding volunteer program, please call 312-948-6821. 312-948-6821. Thank you for considering Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day while giving kids the tools they need to build brighter futures. Hi, I'm Mark Schmelzer from Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. Support Mercy Home's March for Kids this month. You can provide kids in crisis with a safe home, healing from trauma, life skills, good education, and career development that will help them become successful, independent adults. Donate today at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Any gift made throughout the month of March will be matched by a generous donor, so your support goes twice as far to help kids when you give through Mercy Home's March for Kids. Donate today or learn more about other ways that you can play a part 
at mercyhome.org slash marchforkids. Thank you for your support. This Lent, you are invited to participate in CRS Rice Bowl, the Catholic Relief Service's Lenten Faith in Action program. CRS Rice Bowl provides the opportunity to live out the Lenten practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, while lifting up the stories of our brothers and sisters overseas. 75% of funds raised through your generous donations will support CRS programs around the world, while the remaining 25% will fund Rice Bowl grants for local programs here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. To learn more about current Rice Bowl grantees and to access CRS Rice Bowl resources such as Stories of Hope, videos, and meatless meal recipes, visit archchicago.org CRS. Welcome back to On The Way. Um, just continuing our conversation this morning with Todd Williamson from the Office for Divine Worship, the Archdiocese. So um, we were talking about resources. And so on the, Archdio- um, the Archdiocese's website, there is, um, there's all kinds of Lenten resources. There's videos, there's reflection things, there's things for children, um, there's things links for families. for families, there's links to Ave Maria Press, to Catholic Relief Services, Creighton University has all kinds of things. There's things that you could do in a small group where you could just maybe meet over the phone or a video call. You know, um, Beth, during, all kinds of during, the, during the break, you and I were talking, and, and you made that point of over the phone. That's, you know, all this, we're, we're, we're kind of pointing to all this uh, uh, technology and platforms and video with this. And don't forget just the good old fashioned phone. Yeah. Goodness, you can, you know, and, and pray most, together. Most, yeah. Yeah. Most phones, most smartphones now, um, you're able to to uh, do like a, a, a three person phone yep. call, so yep. it doesn't have to be just one, per, you know, one yep. other person. Yeah, and uh, there's there's all kinds of resources to be able to do a um, online to do um, group group phone calls and things like that. So, um, so Todd, so there are those resources that you can use and then what else? And those, and we have those in Spanish and English and those are up there every Lent. So they're always updated every year. So what else is coming? We're, we're actually, uh, looking to post hopefully in the next couple of days, uh, just, uh, another kind of resource for, um, uh, about, uh, prayer resources for, uh, for this time, for exactly what we are going through. And so, um, it includes things like uh, sites where you can go to to get morning prayer and evening prayer, the liturgy of the hours, uh, encouraging to use uh, uh, Pope Francis's prayer uh, during this time, which you know people can you can pray that at meal t- families can pray that at meal times mm-hmm. um, if if you are you know connected with a, a small group and however you you meet virtually or on the phone you, you use that. Uh, meditate on those, uh, do faith sharing around those. There's a, uh, we're going to be listing the prayer of the U.S. CCB president, um, Archbishop Gomez from uh, uh, Los Angeles. Mm. Uh, he, his, he had a personal prayer to Our Lady of Guadalupe, which is, is going to be part of that resource. And other websites will be on there as well. Great. Wonderful. And I think that we're only a couple days into this, and so I do encourage our listeners to um, keep checking back and, and keep searching for resources and sign up for what's appropriate for you, um, whatever your age group is or whoever you are and whatever technology you're comfortable with. But 
Um, and I said to Ryan, one of the things that I really encourage folks to do is that don't wait for someone to call you. Don't wait for someone to invite you to do a small group. Um, call people and invite them. Um, people are yep. waiting. People, you know, so if you feel comfortable and there's a book you want to read and you want to read it with someone, call someone and say, hey, you want to read this book with me? And even if they say no, do you know that you just <laughs> brightened their day because you thought of them and you made them know that they belonged and that you were thinking about them? So. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Reach out, reach out to, um, uh, you know, to, to some of the elderly in your parish. Yep. Uh, yep. Just to make sure that that they uh, are are well and 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 just that they that they stay connected and people who live alone, things. Todd, because there are people that we talk a lot about families being able to do stuff together, but people live alone and um and especially if they're like an extrovert and the struggle with gosh, I now have to stay home. What do I do with that? <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. Hey. Most parishes, or many parishes at least, put their bulletins online. Oh yeah, download those. Uh, yeah. Uh, most most parishes include uh, the list of those who are sick in the parish. So you know, pray, pray for, for those who are sick. That's right. Stay right. connected. Right. Yeah. Right. Pray. Pray for the elect who are in your parish. Yeah. So. Um, thank you so much, Todd. I think that these are confusing times for all of us, and we just appreciate the work you're doing to get communication out and make sure that we have options to worship together, that we have options to pray together, um, and that we're and just thank you for your proactivity for making all of this happen. Oh my gosh, thank you. I mean, truly, Beth, this is a. I think this is an important topic. I think. I think um, uh, using this topic on your show is a great service to the listeners. Thank well, you. And this is how we evangelize, right? Like, it's an evangelization show, so why are we talking about this? And it's because it's love of neighbor and us reaching out now in ways and letting people know that, like, they don't have to be a Catholic neighbor. Just reaching out and, and just letting the people know you're praying for them or even asking them, would you like for me to pray for you? Um you know, all of those kind of just checking on folks, um, all of that just says, you know, I'm Christ to you. And oh my gosh, I live in a Jewish neighborhood, and my next door neighbor is a Jewish. There's a Jewish family, and I saw I saw the uh, husband out, the father, and I said, Noah, I'm praying for you. He said, I'm praying for you too. Awesome, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I have a dog, and I walk my dog all the time, and that's my social interaction now with people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, 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 and just. Right. Make yeah. the best of it. That's right. So thank you so much, and stay well and stay healthy, and we'll talk to you again. Hey. God bless you. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.